0: Shop Pursuit Convos, we back. Jamal, do you agree with Lil Wayne when he said "No, Minaj is just no. the GOAT? Well, young money artist.
1: My bad. You said GOAT good uh young money artist? Yeah. I thought you were asking about his mixtape
0: answer. Well, yeah. Well, he knows Future is the greatest mixtape rapper ever.
1: No, but beast uh 56 Nights not the GOAT mixtape.
0: So Sorry, buddy. Uh, but um, fifty-six nights as much. That's for people like y'all.
1: Yeah, so then you agree with me exactly.
0: Yeah, um, but he was right to pick a future mixtape because future is the greatest mixtape rapper of all time.
1: No, he's not. But um, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not.
0: I got ten tapes. Nobody's messing with his ten best tapes. I can even go to fifteen tapes. Nobody. He's not the
1: greatest. He's after. 50 Cent, Lil Wayne. Yeah, he, maybe maybe even Gucci.
0: 50 he's Cent is a He's just a better artist They He's just rapping overall. on other people's beats. Don't matter. It's Don't not matter. original music. Those are those
1: albums, remember? Huh? Those are albums, remember?
0: Nah, they're not. They're mixtapes.
1: It doesn't even matter. He's not above Wayne. Nobody is. He does. is. He is.
0: No, he's not. No, he's he not.
1: Is. Anyways, um, do I think that Nicki Minaj... Menard- Where is
0: a Lil Wayne easy. Huh? He clears little Wayne easy.
1: No, nah, he doesn't. He does. But, um, That's no, why Wayne
0: even knew it. Shout out to Wheezy F baby. He, he knows it. the truth. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Mixtape
1: Wheezy is the reason why he's one of the top ten greatest ever. Future's not a top ten great.
0: He's in the top twenty.
1: But Wayne is in the top ten because of his mixtapes.
0: Now nah, I think he's more in the top ten because of his run and a lot of it. I think it's really because yeah, of the features for real. I think it's the features that really catapulted him and then Carter one, two, three. That era, I think that's what really helped him. Because
1: it's his mixtapes, buddy. You just said it like last week. Huh? You just said it last week. Mixtape Wayne. You said Yeah, mixtape well, Wayne the best was the rapper. thing. He say he's one of the best rappers ever because of mixtapes. You say he's one of the only rappers who's the best because of mixtapes.
0: Yeah, but that's because of two mixtapes. Like I said, dedication two and drought three. That's why I said futures mixtapes clears them because Wayne only gets carried by two tapes. And then but, fifty cent, no one knows his tapes unless you 35 plus from New York. Uh,
1: 50 Cent's above uh future in the mixtape thing. He's not. We're, we're not talking about artists. We're talking about mixtape rapping and fifty cent and Wayne are above him.
0: No. Nah it is. You
1: can even throw dipset. I'm giving all them more credit because they were earlier.
0: Just because you're older doesn't mean your catalog is better. What's I'm giving the them all name credit name I'm not giving
1: nobody I'm name not giving mixtape. Mixtape. just because I recently remember it the most. So the no. name
0: a dipset mixtape. I don't have
1: to name it. I'm talking about That's the consensus my point. of people. None of it no, is no, you're talking about me. I'm talking about the consensus of people will put Wayne above, and I know there's a lot of people who will put 50 and dipset above. There's yeah, a whole there was guys. a whole wave because of Dipset's mixtape. So no, Future never had nah. no whole wave like how Dipset did. So no, nope. And I love Future more than all them. So no, but still, no.
0: Hey man, just because you Christopher Columbus don't mean you're really the truth. That's all. Just because hey you man. first don't mean you're the best.
1: Wayne, Dipset, 50 Cent, then Future.
0: Nah. Oh, well, actually, Gucci,
1: then Future.
0: Nah, Gucci. Gucci yeah. is close. Gucci is the number two mixtape rapper of all time. Because he has a lot of crazy mixtapes, too. His mixtape catalog, I could pick the best five. It's very strong. I think he has like 50 Cent doesn't have five mixtapes better than Gucci. 50
1: Cent is definitely the probably top two mixtape rappers because his whole career and that wave that he made by the time Get Rich or Dark Trying came out was literally built off of his mixtapes. He created it, and he built his whole... We don't know who big, created it. And he, built it and he, he created it, and 300%. he built one of the biggest... We don't know. <laughs> he created it, and he built one of the biggest rapper runs ever from his mixtape. So it's 50 Cent. Like, nobody else can really, like... And I'm only putting Wayne because I remember the Wayne thing more, but it's definitely 50 Cent or Wayne first, then Future, period.
0: Mm-mm. Period. Mm-mm. Matter of fact,
1: then you can even say Gucci, period. And then Mm-mm. Future did at what, like built off of what Gucci and them did, and Wayne did. So no, it's Fifty Cent, uh, Wayne, Gucci, Dipset, then Future.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah. T- yes, it is. Anyways, to answer your question though, Future Mickey, is the
0: only one of these brothers that can do a real. It's Fifty
1: Cent, Little Wayne, Dipset, Gucci, then Future.
0: Fifty Cent can't do a mixtape tour. Little Wayne can't.
1: 50 cent do a mixtape little tour. Wayne, Gucci, and Future. Gucci buddy. can do a
0: mixtape tour.
1: Listen what i 50 can do one too
0: nah only there in new can. york that's it only in one city there you can that's it only in new york you, you
1: i think you think that more people like future like than really do than they really do
0: nah i just remember i think
1: that a future try to do a mixtape tour it might not be like in the biggest of arenas
0: nah i mean he's not as famous as them but it'll still go crazy like I remember future So with a
1: dipset one in the future one and, and, and um yeah, a 50 cent one really, and a and a little Wayne one. A little Wayne mixtape tour will go crazy.
0: That's what Here. I'm saying, but he's only performing two tapes.
1: Nah, he has three. You're just like trying to find like the Magnum Opus ones, but wow. no he yeah, has tapes that a lot of people like. He has tapes that a lot well Lil Wayne has mixtapes that a lot of people like. Name them. And Monster is an album. 56 oh, Nights albums. Beast tape. mode is an album. They're all
0: mixtapes. No, <laughs> they're,
1: they're albums.
0: No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're mixtapes. They-
1: they're albums.
0: Why are they mixtapes? Because they were for free on livemixtapes.com. mixtapes.com.
1: They're albums.
0: They weren't a part of his contract for Epic Records. They're not albums.
1: They're albums.
0: Nah, that's what I'm saying. They're so. We good. can do this all
1: day. I can. I'm, I can disagree over and over. All I know day. that's my point. So but, you
0: can let me answer the question. But that about, helps me. Uh, you calling them albums? Helps let me. Because you can so let nice me
1: answer. You can let, you can let me answer the like answer the question, or you can just have me continue to tell you that it's Fifty Cent, Lil Wayne, Dipset, Gucci, then Future.
0: Nah, no, future is number one. We know the truth, man. He's not. He's easily number one.
1: Not easily number one.
0: Hey, man.
1: Not above Lil Wayne. No, he's not.
0: Dirty Sprite. Not
1: above Deep Lil Wayne. Sorry, right, buddy. You acting like there's no throwaways on Street's Dirty Sprite. You act like there's no songs that niggas skip on Dirty Sprite. Like, you acting like it's just totally flawless. It's not. Oh, it's clean. True Story is not totally flawless. Oh, yeah,
0: it is. That joint's clean. Like, you're tripping. Streets like, falling. There's plenty of songs that like, aren't, like, the greatest of Free songs. Free Bricks. Free Bricks 2. This guy is silly. 56 Nights, Beast Smoke, Purple Rain. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Dirty Sprite is an album on Apple Music. Streets Calling is an album on Apple Music.
0: That's streaming. Everything, if it's on <laughs> streaming, they don't know the difference. <sighs> let's
1: see. Let's type in Lil Wayne and see if any of those joints pop up.
0: No, because he can't clear it. It's not original music. I think they did some stuff. So that's slip. a mixtape. <laughs> no, it's not.
1: Yeah, none of the. Oh, yeah, I don't see no droughts or nothing because they are mixtapes. No, no ceilings, ceilings on is there. there. No yeah. ceilings is there. Yeah, but that's it. But all his. Best <laughs> that's the only are, one he's
0: been able to clear so far. His best mixtapes
1: are on there. So thank you very much, Apple Music. You just answered
0: yeah. me. Little Wayne. Hopefully, you can get Universal. He's begging Universal to pay for it. I've been seeing his uh stuff. He's yeah. He said, "Hey, please." Wayne oh, said, I I night this was the goat mixtape."
1: In... He didn't say Future was the greatest mixtape artist.
0: Nah, he knows the truth. He's a fan. Me too. Oh man, shout was... out to the future man. Twenty twenty four is gonna be a crazy year. We know what's going on. Speaking of a brother that's gonna turn up in twenty twenty four, and he's trying to do a mixtape, Playboy Cardi. Put out three songs in 11 days. Like I said last week, he's trying to work with Swamp Izzo, trying to restore that feeling now on his latest track, Hood by Air, produced by KP Beats and Cardo. Put out a video, he has his whole label on it. He's gang banging again, letting you know he has two kids.
1: I bang on myself. I banged for fun, I bang when I was born.
0: He's smashing Aaliyah in Houston. How you feel about his latest song?
1: I like his uh deep voice stuff. I like his videos mainly. I love that he's putting videos with them and being more visual. I love when people who don't really like his music um comment on it they don't understand, and I get what they're saying. you know what I mean 'cause it is some it is isn't it isn't conventional like you know rap music, but I like it man it's pretty it's pretty cool. I haven't really listened to the newest one like that, but I've been listening to the first two a lot so. I have to uh, listen to the newest one more, but I like the deep voice and um, I like his see ad libs and stuff in the video. Like I said, I noticed he's been wearing a lot of he's fur
0: No ad libs, he's just rapping, going crazy. He's been and wearing I a lot like of that. Fur. He has his friends support him. Shout out Ken Carson, he really likes you the most out of the label. You get a lot of nice images. Shout out to that French streamer that thought that destroy lonely. And uh, I think he wasn't sure which one was Ja Morant between Destroy Lonely and Ken Carson. That was hilarious. Shout out to Marcus. He thought Lancey Foe was in the video. It's not him, boss. But yeah, that joint is hard. And it's funny, none of these songs might be on the project. A lot of this stuff, especially like 2024, he recorded it a couple days. Or the day he shot the video, he recorded the same day see him in the studio with Kanye and wheezy Kanye with the black clans hoodie in the back uh you're the moon or a different day he recorded it the night before he put it out and I'm pretty sure the hood by air joint he put out a snippet of the video a week or so ago so that's probably something new he's doing too so seems like everything he's doing or putting out so far is fresh so we'll see if the I am music or music whatever he's gonna call it or twenty twenty four we'll see if it really drops one five twenty twenty four which is blood day right maybe we should ask Sid boy's dad because hey that's... he would know
1: I actually uh, appreciate that song from him I didn't know that was his dad when I first saw it that's almost like some beautiful world spot of oak stuff he's ba- gangbanging gang banging at like forty something. He's banging on everything.
0: He might be in his 50s. I don't know.
1: He's gang banging like Smokey Robinson. Oh, yeah. I typed in get, uh, Greatest Mixtape Rapper on um Twitter, and I haven't seen Future yet. I keep seeing Wayne and Gucci. Of course, these are just people. They don't necessarily matter, but I haven't seen Future yet. I have seen 50 Cent, Wayne, and Gucci so far. I'm literally looking for Good. Future. I'm That's looking in the comments. I'm looking in the comments like I'm not trying to be biased and nothing. I'm really trying to and oh yeah people keep mentioning I keep seeing uh currency too and now I'm seeing camera what were you put what were you where would you put currency
0: the irony of the joint is that when they made the mixtape Mount Rushmore future was in it so whoever made that they knew to put him there because they knew the truth
1: where would you put uh currency as far as is he like a top 10 one or maybe
0: it's probably number three currency yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I look at mixtapes, I'm looking at how much you have. How many fire mixtapes do you have? Currency, Gucci, Future, they have the most fire mixtapes. Wayne, 50 Cent, they get carried by two, three years.
1: Um, 50 got a lot of good mixtapes, though. You, like, really, like, I guess because we're young, but you're tripping, bro. Like, I remember he has at least, like, five of them joints that are, like, classic mixtapes.
0: I'll give you the three, the first three put out before Dip said. then after that, or even like another one, if you want to call power the dollar mixtape, it's all before Get Rich or Die trying. After mm-hmm. that, nah.
1: They were big though, bro. But anyways, somebody said after Lil Wayne, Future really might be the greatest mixtape rapper of all time. But um, this is, a, I like this. Uh, I get what you're saying though. Like you got to understand, like I'm a Future fan. I love all them mixtapes.
0: The homie, shout out to Billionaire Polo on Twitter. He's the one that made the joint that went viral. And it was Future, Jeezy, Lil Wayne, and 50 Cent. And I don't know where this young man is, but he has an Oakland A's fitted in his profile picture. Oh, it says he's from Brooklyn, New York. So shout out to you, Polo, Billionaire Polo. You're a New Yorker and you knew to put Future there. See, that's what I'm saying. People that are aware, they know the truth.
1: Brooklyn Brian with Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know, I just, even I, even I, even I just feel like...
0: like- I was listening to 50 Cent mixtapes in 2007. Yeah, they were good, but like, I like a Sincerely your South Side. I like his Elephant in the Room mixtape. I like Return of the Body Snatchers. I know his catalog. I know all these niggas catalog. That's why I'm talking like this. And yeah, obviously, Everyone knows I'm biased. I'm a future fan, but that's why I Damn. bring up. Yeah, I bring up all because back then I was a 50 cent fan and I was a Lil Wayne fan and I'm a currency fan. I have all their catalogs. That's why I know it. I don't know why. It's just talking out of my ass. I just, I just feel like, like
1: as much as I love future and as much as I know a lot of people and how hard future was going, like during the 2010s with his mixtape, it just, and it's, um, you know, people have bad memory after about fifteen years, but it just don't feel like it did when
0: Wayne was doing that shit.
1: Maybe because we were kids, we had nothing else really to do. We yeah, you, it
0: was, and it's because because you're a child, you overstated how much of an impact the shit was. It was just two mixtapes,
1: but it was big, bro. Yeah, like, it was big. Like, it's yeah, like Fifty it Cent. Big. Like I know, the, I can't overstate that impact. Fifty Cent when Get Rich or Die Trying came out, and all the way to the, um G Unit album was the biggest shit that I've ever like felt from a rapper ever.
0: Yeah, like, they like, were best ass, rapper that's it. what I'm saying. Both of them catapulted and became the biggest rapper in the world. Future never became the biggest rapper in the world. So that's why you remember their ascensions more because yeah, in 2003, 50 Cent was the biggest rapper in the world. In 2008, Lil Wayne was the biggest rapper in the world. Future will never be the biggest rapper in the world, even when he has the highest selling rap album. That's just what it is. So, as great as Future is, he's never going to get the full props he gets because he's number three in his generation behind Drake and Kendrick. And then there's a lot of people, most people,
1: have people
0: like Nicki Minaj and J. Cole over him too, and Meek Mill and all that. So, no,
1: nah, not Meek Mill style. Nah, they
0: would. Yeah. No, nah, they would. Nah, nah. They would.
1: No, nah, you could say yes, Nicki and Cole, nah, uh, which I don't agree.
0: People, there's a lot of nah. people that would have Meek Mill because of his rapping ability. They'll say, Oh, he don't Future, don't got a song like the intro. Nah, bro, you don't got a song way. that can make the whole club rap. Yeah, around. right.
1: March Madness is bigger I'm than saying,
0: that. Intro. But hey, that's a mixtape song, by the way. But that's, hey, that's one point. Yeah, hey, how many March Madness is bigger
1: tape? than the intro?
0: Hey, but hey, I don't think they won't agree with that. Nah, bro, no, that's hey. where it stops. That's where it stops.
1: That's where it nah. stops. There's nah, a lot of my, people... That's where I put my feature cape on too, so no. Nah, that but,
0: there's, but that's where it goes to. It's whatever they evaluate because most people, yeah, most people would agree, bar for bar, Meek Mill's a better rapper than future. Mm, nah. what, what
1: is bar for bar even like? It means I had to explain this.
0: Ly- It means in terms of lyrical dexterity. It means using syllables. Complex, yeah, know how complex your rhyme scheme is. Mm,
1: yeah, awesome. well, I, I had to so explain this saying. to Delonte, like, like you can say lyrical, miracle, spiritual all you want, but somebody else can just say something and it just hits harder. Like, I'm you know, like the whole Tupac thing, you know, what I mean, Tupac's better than a lot of niggas who can do lyrical, miracle, spiritual. So, I don't think that, uh, yeah, Meek, the
0: future is way more ba- basic than Tupac. Tupac's I don't think the writer. I don't he think that henceforth and in and Shakespeare's stuff.
1: Meek isn't just not a better rapper to me than Future, period. I don't care which way you want to slice it. Look at it, and I'm at sure all.
0: there's a lot of Northeast people that'll say mixtapes. Meek is up there too. Whoa, man! What about Flamers? The, yeah, Flamers. the Flamers and the Dream Chasers. Yeah, he's a mixtape king too.
1: I'm seeing. I remember, uh, he,
0: had, I remember he had that Piff shut down when uh, Dream Chasers two came out. That crashed the website.
1: I'm seeing uh, Fabulous, of course, and I'm seeing Max B too.
0: He's yeah, a Max B's a mixtape king for sure. That's all he had, and Fabulous, yeah, he does with uh. There is no competition in the soul tapes. He's a mixtape legend. And then even going back to what he was doing on the Clue tapes when he was Fabulous Sport. See, I'm a real mixtape rapper, I have a big brother that had roommates in college from New York. I really grew up on mixtapes. I remember my brother having DJ Clue mixtapes in the 90s, so... That's what I'm saying. I'm a real mixtape boy. I you're really, not
1: a real mixtape nigga if you like yes. acting like if you're brushing over 50 cents mixtapes. I remember that's crazy.
0: I, I remember 50 cents mixtape run. I remember, like I said, power of the dollar, 50 cent is the future, God's plan. I remember those joints. But like I said, there's four of them, maybe even five. I'll give you that. And the G Unit radio is a dope, but you remember a lot of the G Unit radio joints where the was the label. It wasn't 50. As G Unit, who's I'm back. Here,
1: Huh? Guess Who's Back?
0: Yeah, that's my point. That's another tape before Get Rich or Die trying. That's what I'm saying. 50 Cent's mixed no tape. No Mercy, No Fear. That's one of the three. It's God's plan. No Mercy, No Fear. 50 Cent is the future. Those are the three mixed and Guess t- Who's Back? Guess Who's Back was like, that was like more so the stuff that empower the dollar or stuff that Went he did on the album. On. Those are stuff he did on Columbia Records that he got dropped. Those are like his quote unquote street album mixtapes like yeah they are mixtapes because that's the stuff that he didn't fully put out with columbia when he got dropped but those three that's what i'm saying i really remember this era because this is what made me a rap fan you know in the 2000s we were paying attention and the early 2010s before streaming killed mixtapes we know this is what we were looking for every day because you could go literally I used to look forward, wake up, go on live mixtapes, and download a new mixtape just to walk around campus, or go to the mall, or do different stuff in the city. So, like, hey, I love mixtapes. Shout out, Juicy J. I remember when Blue Dream and Lean came out and how it took over stuff. And he even recorded yeah, that was crazy.
1: That's what Blue Dream and Lean was crazy.
0: That's that's another reason why. Cause hey, maybe this was going on, but I was too little. I'm sure maybe it was that. I know for a fact that Gucci mixtapes are getting crazy played in the 2000s in certain regions. Maybe uh, Wayne mixtapes were too, but my eyes—I saw DJs have 30-minute mi- sets just off Future mixtapes in 2011, 2012. 2013. Oh yeah, and that's
1: another thing too. Yeah, like I'm like I cannot like if there's anybody too that I can't put Future over. It is Gucci, bro. Like Gucci's mixtape life and his mixtape run was like like i'm trying to tell you like i i knew i've been around a lot of people liking future i've heard a lot of future when he was when he was pumping out his mixtapes but it was nothing like when gucci was doing it when gucci did it he even became the biggest rapper in the world
0: nah because 2009 he was competing with jay-z and drake so he didn't become the clear number one
1: true true true
0: he but for He's like in like, this, you're, you're too you're too southern to be the king. We'll never let a nigga like you do it. Like Lil Wayne is a fake Jay-Z baby. You rabbit, yeah. that boy. You gonna have it. You but
1: Gucci you was big though, bro. Like his it. mixtape run was crazy. He'd even brought up like juice OJ the juice man and shit. Even yeah. Nicki Minaj was on his shit. Like it was big. Yeah, and French. That's what I'm saying. Gucci is a mixtape. It brought all them out. That's why his shit to me is above futures. But then
0: thing too with Gucci's mixtapes with him it's kind of like the little Wayne, no nah, it's not like little Wayne because with him he dropped a lot but because of how he was and you know how you know the perception was it's like it was more like a if you know you know thing because I think Gucci's like first classic mixtape is chicken talk that's 2006 but because he was dropping it so frequently it was hard to see which ones were the standouts. Like, but he did have a lot. Like, Chicken Talk definitely is. No pad, no pencil. Uh, Guapaholics that he did with Shoddy Lowe. EA Sports Center. That's my favorite mixtape of his. I think that's a masterpiece. Yeah. Gucci Sosa, Mr. Perfect. He does have an iconic run. The movies crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. Uh, the movies crazy. Burp print 3D. You're right. He had an iconic. I remember me. And you, Anthony, our homies, when we were freshmen in college, we would be at a party and people would say Gucci drop a new mixtape and they would stop the music and play a new Gucci mixtape. So (laughs) if you want to say Gucci's number one, I have no problem with that because I, like I said, saw that with my eyes and yeah, it was undeniable. I was even a guy that used to hate on Gucci. And then I had even had to bow down like, hey man, this guy's too good. Damn. And he's putting out all this music this fast. Like, Mr. Zone 6 was crazy. Even the Buy My Album EP, Gucci two times. Like, he was having at least one song where you would hear it at a party, but that's why, another reason why I think Future is the King. But this is also because of the era, because, you know, he had hit songs on his mixtapes. Like, Tony Montana, Ain't No Way Around It, Magic was all true story. And that was so good that they re-released it on Pluto. Like, I remember Same Damn Time is from Streets Calling. Like, he was having hits.
1: Cody and Crazy, Fuck up From Commas, March Madness.
0: Yeah, Rax is on Dirty Sprite. Astronaut Status. I was hearing Parties With Birds Take a Bath with a Jordan Diddy. Well, you can't play that no more. You know, Puffy Combs is dangerous. <laughs> but mm. yeah, like, I, you would hear his mixtape songs at parties because they were so big. Like, we mentioned, March Madness, that's a mixtape song, man. But hey, man, that's enough of that. It's a great discussion because, like you said, no one is wrong. It's just our opinions. And what you said is valid. Little Wayne and 50 Cent, if without them, you don't get Gucci and Future becoming stars off mixtapes. Because Wayne and Gucci showed people how to do it. So if you're going off them being the innovators like Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain and Dipset as well, I can't dispute that because it is true.
1: So. Yep, And I'm going to end it right here. And then to me, I feel like there's a there was a, like how the, the Juggalos have like a fucking subculture of people who live like them and shit. To me, Dipset had like a culture of people who were like Dipset people. And then Max B to me was crazy. I feel like what currency is to a lot of people, there's probably like Max B on the other end of that. And then, you know, I've seen a few people throw Wiz in there a little bit, but Fabulous, and then even Joe Button Budden. Was now, Wiz in
0: there. is definitely a real mixtape legend, big time. He has a lot of crazy tapes.
1: And even uh, Joe Button was even in there, so. Yeah, he is.
0: has a classic mixtape series with mood music, for sure.
1: So yeah, that, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I didn't mean to get off topic. That was just, I don't know.
0: Hey man, yeah. that's life. That's the beauty of it. You had a segment about top five street rappers. Hey man, and the 2010s future is number one for me, but after that it's it's tricky because uh you know to just use mixtapes as the barometer because i feel like that was the most authentic era street music but mixtapes probably as we knew it died in 2014
1: yeah whenever pablo on and Rich the Kid. dropped. Nah, it's those. probably
0: like 2016 because Purple Rain came out 2016. And oh, yeah, Wicked was a hit song off that, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fun. That was the, I was thinking what was the one on Purple Rain. It was Wicked. Yeah,
0: it's Wicked. That's what I'm saying. He was having a hit on every but mix. But those time. are
1: basically albums to me, though. I know that's, what you're saying. That's my point. It's so good. They me. are
0: albums, but they're not albums. <laughs> Says hosted by DJ Esco real quick. He has mixtapes. Welcome to Molly World. He has with uh, DJX Rated. He, hey, man. We, Even
1: Too Much Sauce was kind of a hit.
0: Yeah, that it is a hit. It's a platinum record. That's why DJ Esco got a record deal after that. Like, he was making hits. and That was just the hook. He was having fun. Like, hey, man. Future's number one. Now, of course I'm biased. But because I know he doesn't get the respect he deserves and he'll never get it, that's why I think I have to defend it. But I really feel like that. That's, you know, so. Hey, man. But, uh. Why were you interested in the best street rappers of the 2010? How come you wanted to put these brothers in a little corner and sisters too, if any ladies are, you know, you think qualified?
1: Because so many of the Drake, Cole, and Kendrick thing is so loud. Um, the Drake and uh Drake and Kendrick thing to me is fair. Cole, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna have to like punish myself and listen to his music thoroughly. Cause I just don't understand how he's just easily up there. I just think this is just the era of um,
0: it's the Little Wayne effect. He used features to show how good he rapped. And that that's he, what he it is. Classic mixtapes. But Night I also Lights. think the whole warm up.
1: But I just feel like like the whole street thug shit and rap is like has died out in the 2010s, kind of. Even though the South kept it alive that
0: it didn't die they just weren't good enough to be superstars <laughs> they weren't jay-z and
1: Die-Z, i died
0: it didn't die migos minus the south there. it died nah i don't think so migos was there too. change minus
1: the south it died southern music kept street uh, shit a lot but they there's had no like
0: the east coast yeah. there's no
1: j cole or kendrick style rapper that was a great street rapper is what i'm saying and to me that's what made the difference all of the like the lyrical people that like traditional rap, they didn't have none of that. So Cole gets slid in there. And I just makes me and I used to try to tell people like when I was a lot of this stems from my arguments with Delonte. I was telling him like, bro, Future was the best street rapper of the last decade. Like you got to put them up there for for that reason. But people don't really rate that kind of music. They don't really see like the yeah, because the, it's
0: considered lowest common denominator music it's low iq music that's yeah and i
1: means. understand that i understand that but so that's what made me come up with it and um to me it's future gucci um i would say you've Rick been you're
0: putting gucci in the top five just for because he kind of faded out by 2013 and the decades, yeah. 10 years,
1: man. Yeah, I mean, who else just saying those three that
0: strong that he deserves to be there?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: okay. go ahead. Oh. Who else you got there?
1: Rick Ross, Meek, and um, number five. Um, I can't really think Uh Pusha T, not in any, not well, future's number one, but and Gucci's number two, but the rest is no order.
0: Yeah, mine is uh. Freestyle, Future, Young Thug, Migos, uh, Chief Keef. And then, yeah, number five, I'll put Pusha T, even though he kind of isn't street rap like this. He just... Migos,
1: yeah. I guess you can...
0: Everybody rapped like them. You have to. and Yeah, I mean, I just Anthony don't... read street anthems. They first yeah, they are, street. They are street.
1: They are street.
0: they even have a commercial street song called Stir Fry. They have saying they are they're street rappers.
1: And dude. then uh, thug, I, gets, on thug, he kind of
0: gets on a t shirt. They're talking about selling cocaine on that song.
1: Thug, um, I kind of put him with the Migos thing. Like I just, I don't know. They don't. He kind of like by Jeffrey. I mean, he still has like street stuff in it, but it's just don't really, you know what I mean. But I, I get, I can't and disagree. And he's like
0: he's, he's on court right now for his lyrics. Man, he was. I know, about right?
1: It. Yeah, that is no he,
0: he was talking that she was talking about. Shooting Ops Moms, allegedly. So, hey, what are you talking about?
1: And Chief you know Keenan is...
0: Yeah, you, another father. He showed people... Bro, you saw it. But he
1: fills it out so quick, man.
0: Jamal, you saw it with your eyes. Yeah, he fills it out. But, nigga, he was, he was Little Wayne for those little kids. I remember everybody was GBE. I saw it with my eyes.
1: I feel like Meek got to be in there, no matter what.
0: Not for me. Hey, for you, sure. but Not I, for me,
1: necessarily, as a fan. But, like, Meek... Especially like to me, like it can't just be all mumble rap as southern niggas. That's
0: where street rap became. That's why Cardi, that's why Playboy Cardi right now is a gothic gangbanger. So <laughs> because, because of what he was because of people like Chief Keith, Future, Young Thug, he was listening to that. He that's the generation of what street rap is now. It's what they did. They but I feel like Meek more has friends. more
1: fans than um, yeah,
0: because he's from the Northeast. He has better marketing. He will sign the Rock Nation. You know what Jay-Z and them can do. That's magic.
1: And I feel like Rick Ross was big, too, but he did fizzle out, too.
0: That was too short. That's, him and Gucci, man, was like 2010 to 2012, 2013. It was over. And what was uh, Chief Keith? I look at Chief Keith. He's more like 20... When did Finito came out? It's like I look at Chief Keith like 2011 to like 2015. Whenever Finito came out, that's his run. And then he has, like, just because the mainstream stopped paying attention, I remember the kids because I was saying, like, what the hell is this? I didn't understand uh, Almighty So, and uh, the, what's it called? The other tape that was very... Bang 3? Nah, Bang 3, I like... I like Bang 3. Bang 3? What year did that come out?
1: That was 13 or 14. That was, like, my last year... At VCU, so it's probably like fourteen. Close mm-hmm. that door and all that shit.
0: Bang Three's twenty fifteen, and according to Wikipedia, those are albums. That
1: nah, Bang Three came out earlier than that. Cause I nah, had that. It shit is twenty fifteen. I
0: yeah, had yeah. I had
1: all those songs like in twenty fourteen though. I yeah, know that's
0: that. because you were signed to them. They used to live with you.
1: No, it was on YouTube before, like they. Yeah, they leaked
0: a lot of this stuff leaked, but nah, I remember. Yeah, the official version came out. August third, twenty fifteen. Bang, yeah, two. possibly. Bang officially. Two, or yeah, Bang two came out twenty thirteen. That's probably the one you're thinking about. Bang Two,
1: the one with the yellow pants and he's shooting in the air with the blue background.
0: Nah, Bang Two is a black, gray, and red cover.
1: Bang Three, closed that door and no, all that shit came out before twenty fifteen.
0: Hey man,
1: I had all the. I had a lot. I had like a. It was literally a whole mixtape on YouTube. You can listen to it. So I think on some label shit, they probably uh was late and was like, oh people like it, let's drop it and reap the benefits.
0: Chief Keith, he was the first Playboy Cardi that fans were so thirsty they were leaking all his music. I remember that. So that's why probably why they had to clean it up and do that's why he has a series of mixtapes called the Leak, starting in twenty fifteen. Cause yeah, I remember he had a big problem with leaks. Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan did too, but that's because allegedly Birdman wasn't paying the engineer.
1: <laughs> so speaking speaking of Cardi, how come uh, nobody bothers Cardi for being a devil boy and nobody bothers him for saying he's a Nazi and standing next to Kanye? He
0: said a narcissist, but people don't exactly. bother him because he's like Future. No one rates that. So it's only for the kids. Future says a lot of crazy stuff he can get away with because no one respects his craft. So they're not going to pay attention to that.
1: Is that the same except thing for, for V's? Except
0: for Charleston White, I'ma put my thumb in it, but we are hearing that on the radio.
1: Is that the same thing for V's when he says like his drink looks like a little cotton picker or a little? Yeah, Haitian? people
0: people have called him a colorist musically. I've heard seen that people talk about, hey, he shits on dark skinned people a lot. He's a weirdo.
1: <laughs> I've seen people
0: say that, but yeah, it's another thing. People don't rate that. I've seen people say. He's one of the worst rappers niggas have made famous. So yeah, people don't, <laughs> niggas don't respect his ability. So yeah, you can get away with it. We don't rate you.
1: He says drink's a little... So he poured it in, so dark in his cup and looked like a little cotton picker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he said it looked like a Haitian nigga.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: I've been bumping a yeah. lot of bees lately.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, why did it take you two and a half months to listen to five songs from him? I thought you liked him.
1: I did, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I think when it gets cold, I like start to listen to music more, which is kind of weird. Like summertime, I'm outside, like, but when it's cold and you know, I like listening to those. It came out in
0: October. I said two months ago, not six.
1: I'm just saying, I think when it's colder, I listen to my ears for music are just different than, than they are in the summer. And I've just been listening to Ganger a lot again and I've just been, liking it so much that I want to hit the deluxe. And I love all the songs on the deluxe. All five songs should have made the album to me and should have replaced five songs on the album. To me, it would have been a better album. But I also think it has a lot to do because I like Come On P a lot because of his work with band gang uh, Lonnie. Um, uh, damn, what's his name? What's the dude's name that does a lot of the Babyface race stuff? Um, the girl says his name. Damn it, I can't think of his name. Space. You know the, yeah, space did be. It just sounds more Detroity to me, and I like it. So and he be if Minus his like lazy flow and his like cracky, lazy voice, he be saying like he's like a similar uh, a metaphor rapper to me. He says You're a lot. Out,
0: but he has to be a burnt out rapper, right?
1: Hell yeah, he's burnt out. Mm-hmm. But nobody's as burnt out as Valet.
0: Oh my god.
1: I know you like that album, don't you?
0: Oh man! Shout out to Trapaholics. I love hearing. I didn't know it. Rest in peace, Young Mozzie. Rest in peace, Doby. I like hearing those drops. I like hearing Young Slim He finesse to every nigga in the world. Slim I like hearing, had a drop. I like hearing the uh, valet going off non sequiturs, and then hearing Future Trapaholics turn up.
1: Yeah, it seemed like they were oh, trolling. My... Like they knew.
0: Like he was sounding wild. Yeah, because they know this is not an energy music. This is not real trap music but it's the trap music spirit through Trapaholics. He's the trap music on it. And I like him hosting and curating the project. Topside, I love the beats. And I like catching the witty one-liners, V says. (laughs) Valet. But now those beats are crazy. I love that project. Shout out Cartoons. I hope Trapaholics hosts more tapes in 2024. It's funny because earlier this year, I had a tweet. That I said, I want Valet and V's to make music because they are the burnt out kings, whisper kings. They do have a song. Or Ray has worked with V's before, or before. I don't think. Uh, Valet. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Ray has worked with Valet before. I don't think V's has worked with Valet, but it was oh my funny.
1: god, didn't he get funny. V's lucky and Valet on the song.
0: V, nah, lucky. He's he's the uh, you know, they are burnt. Yeah, he is burnt. And he's, you know, allegedly, you know, moving dangerous. But that's another story for another day.
1: Uh, I don't know that. But anyway,
0: you're not supposed to.
1: Anyways, Valet had some stuff he was saying on there. He was just saying it. That was like, to me, it sounds like I've seen videos of like what schizophrenic people hear. And that's how the voices talk in their head, like real just like just saying shit. And he was saying some stuff on a few of them. And the beats were hard, but I remember at first, I'm thinking, okay, this is only going to be like the first song that do this, and I'm thinking like, this this has to be, and I went to the next one, Toyota, I was like, holy shit, um, I got all the way to a Anita a bake, Baker, I couldn't even do anymore. I was like, oh no, nah, this ain't happening. What the fuck do you mean though, um, comes in pretty cool, and flip phone, hold on, comes in pretty cool, like the way he starts, Ain't another thing though, he tricks you at the beginning of some of the songs and uses like his regular voice. And then, like twenty seconds later, he gets real stupid again. But um, yeah, like to me, once again, um, I know you think it's weird when I say this, but I think that when people smoke weed or like do drugs and shit, that changes their experience with music. And to me, this is definitely a spaced out. Um, this is this is definitely junkie music. You know how um, uh, payroll says this ain't junkie music; it's a strictly for the hustle. That's junkie music right there. That's for drug addicts and potheads.
0: I think junkie music, like junkie music, is future promoting pills. It is. It is.
1: That's That's what payroll meant. But this is yeah. Valet.
0: He doesn't really talk about drugs outside of smoking weed, and he does sibling. And I think he he got his style, if I'm not mistaken, because you know he lived in an apartment building. You can't make too much noise, man. You gotta relax.
1: Well, it's not really about the whispering. It's the fucking so off like kilted flows and like the off-beatness and the it sporadic is. the sporadic uhness of his flows. And I feel like um this ain't junky music by subject matter. This is junkie music by experience. It reminds me of like I'm doing like a new thing now where I'm watching the history of certain music genres and I watched the grunge um uh music genre last week and he reminds me of the grunge bands that helped start grunge music. They said a lot of them were like, just literally basement bands. They couldn't even really play for real. They weren't like technically sound like metal people. And um, of course they took like punk rock elements and some metal elements. And they were, one dude was just on stage just saying like blabbering stuff and the crowds kind of like doing like the Jay-Z shit to it, but like kind of liking it more. And that's what this reminds me of. It's like, this is like grunge rap. It's ugly. The beats are hard. The Trapaholics, like, I liked hearing Slim Duncan on there, his drop. Um, The Trapaholics shit was funny. And the placement that they did after he would, like, pause and get weird, they would, like, throw it in there. That was funny, But
0: Shout-out to Baby Drill, because I don't think this is grunge. Grunge is really, like, what Baby Drill said. Don't play those loud-ass niggas around me, like Dirtbag, L5. The shout-out to Drewski. He made a skit recently talking about how these – Little rappers are de- demonic, and how they like yelling out, burnt out on lean and stuff. That's well, the grunge. That, hey, this grunge is jazz. This is improvisational jazz. This so, reminds me uh, of the era. Yeah, that's what it is. Me, but
1: that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. The grunge documentary explained it well. The joint.
0: I seen the one, the one from 1996. From
1: about, yeah, the one from, yeah, the one. Yeah,
0: from I seen the joint before. Shout out to my old roommate in Washington. You know. I, I used to live in Washington, the capital of Grunge, so yeah.
1: But this I is heard the thing some though
0: that stuff with him.
1: The, to me though, the, the what they did good at it was like not talking about Nirvana until like later. You know what I'm saying? So yeah,
0: because nine like, days later, Grunge basically was the ended by like once Pearl Jam and Nirvana became mainstream.
1: Yeah, and so to me, they're not they even though they're technically Grunge, even though they all hate that uh, term, they're like the it's most like, polished. Oh,
0: no one wants that.
1: They're the most polished version of it. So grunge is, is like, it is kind of ugly and shit too. Like it's not like, and it's, it's random. Like it can be random like jazz too, but jazz to me, ain't as wild as this. Uh, yes,
0: it is. You never listen to drop drum. jazz. That's what I'm saying. No, no. If you listen to.
1: I could see, I could, no, but it's the thing though. I, I could, I could see to if the Korea, jazz. Listen like, to musicians. Weather
0: Report. Listen to no, my, Mont-
1: listen, listen. The
0: listen. burnt out I, jazz. I, I guess, jazz could, scenario, I, that's what it I, is. I could
1: see. I could see if the jazz the people were like barely Davis. blowing into their instruments, but no, I could see if they were barely blowing into their instruments and doing what you're saying that. Improv- no, it's not it's improv- not barely improv- blowing. It's
0: the point of for the for them. No, like, I'm... I'm. talking about ballet's rhyme style because the beat obviously sets the tempo, especially the drum, and the way he picks the pockets mm-hmm. to rap. That's how a uh, improvisational musician, the trumpet or sax player, whoever's leading it. They find their pockets in what other people are playing. So instead of them playing rhythmically together, like if you listen like Miles Davis in 1957, he was making traditional music, just like you could say when Valet was popping in I 2017 and making songs mm-hmm. like uh I'm with whatever, he had a hook. Like what there's on this, there's barely any choruses because he's just rapping and then I'm out of there. Like it's more like, oh, I'm just finding the pockets I like in these crazy beats, and then I'm out of there. That's how I look at it, because it's like- Bro, improv, improv
1: jazz though, to me, is is just, it's more, it's still more clear than him on, on this. I'm telling He's you,
0: like, man, it's not. I'm telling you, bro. The
1: sounds of the instruments, his voice and his whisperness, and like him barely like pronouncing his words and shit, to me, makes it worse. Of an example of what you're trying to say for improv jazz to me, like they're not barely born. Like if you, jazz, I don't know if you played an instrument before, but if you I'm blow not, into a I trumpet, how I
0: played recording a little piano. But if, if you blow cool.
1: into a trumpet how you're supposed to, it's gonna make the sound that a trumpet makes. But if you like fix your lips a certain way and you blow into it like half ass, the trumpet gonna sound weird. So even if you're doing like a certain flow or it might be random, there's still it's a still still a clear trumpet sound. Him, he's like, like, he's just, he's all over the place, bro.
0: Yeah, it's like Andre 3000. His album no. is improv jazz album, too. The new one, New Blue Sun. He oh, my even God. Set,
1: You're comparing exactly. him, uh, somebody who's using words to instruments that can come in and come out with a baseline beat at the back. Like well, That's my point.
0: Valet, Valet is rapping like that because I look at it like top sides beats are so powerful. He feels like, yeah, I can just pick my pockets and pick my spaces. Because like uh, Andre 3000 even said, he was like, yeah, on that project, he was using a new digital flute that he barely knew how to use. So that whole project is him, as the project goes on, learning how to use the instrument. And then because he doesn't know how to write music or read music, they didn't write any of the songs. So it's just four people together, including Andre 3000. You got Carlos Nino leading the band. He's more the percussionist, and like what we said, in Black music, the drums lead everything. So he's setting the tempo, then the other people are playing, and Andre 3000 picks his pockets. Like, there's big parts of the song, like, hey, I'm like, hey, babe, where that flute at, boy? I <laughs> it easy. He's letting those brothers do their thing, and then he's finding his spaces in it. But, yeah, because in a, in a band, in a quartet, you're going to hear the four instruments out. But, you know, in rap, it's just the rapper and the producer. So I hate yeah. from
1: the bitch in the back. She told me Toyota.
0: So, yeah, yeah. I would have been
1: yeah. in the back. I would have yeah. like a Toyota.
0: Yeah, yeah, look at
1: it. Just like a Toyota.
0: Yeah, a geeky hook. That's what I'm saying. He When he did make hooks, they're geeky and off kilter and stuff. That's what I mean. Like, he's just finding funny pockets. And, like, if I was a rapper, I nothing. wouldn't be able to understand what pockets he picks to rap. Because I wouldn't be able to find it. Hey,
1: look, man, I love I like valet, but I'm gonna just say it. This is for fried brain ass motherfuckers. This album, or mix it up, you want to call it, is for drug addicts, Mm -hmm. pull up schizophrenic rap.
0: We don't know what's going on.
1: If you are just floating, looking up at the ceiling. That's what this is for. You're
0: seeing spaceships in Bankhead, y'all.
1: This is not for uh, motherfuckers who sober and shit. You know what mm-mm. I'm saying? Like if me, you try- at all.
0: If you're trying to do well in your life and work 40 hours, don't listen to this a week, please.
1: I mean, you could probably work 40 hours, come home, get fried, and um, you listen to this. You, listen to this. You, you
0: won't be able to wake up to go to work on time.
1: This is art, period. So it's subjective. But at the end of the day, I couldn't finish the album. I'm never listening to this album ever again.
0: He I've been it. bumping it all week. I'm a bump. I'm. I'm still trying to figure out my top 25 favorite albums of 2023 because more music keeps dropping in December. But Valet, Topside, Trabaholics, you made my list, and you're working your way up. And
1: is he on Fix? Is he signed to Fix short Drive?
0: Yeah, Andrew Barber's is manager.
1: Yeah, because I've seen that on the album, and um,
0: Andrew Barber's the one that got him signed to Good Music and delayed his career. <laughs> so yeah, now they froze. It's
1: probably good because he would have been dropping more of this stuff. I like the um, uh, he was doing elevator. stuff
0: like "Womp Womp" with Jeremiah, and yeah, it went gold. People I like, like song.
1: I like the elevator music joint, the trappiest elevator music ever. That was pretty freaky and crazy, but it was just I just feel like he was more clear. But this album was just like. And once again, I, I listened to it at the wrong time. I was in the gym listening to it. It just wasn't going to work. Now I did listen to that Paco Panama in the gym, and it's the same shit, different day. But I liked it. I liked his uh flow. I
0: like that French homie he got on it. Oh
1: my god! I thought I was in a fucking like. I thought I was being in prison. I'm thinking like, all right, I just listened to this valet shit, and then I hear the French nigga pull up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas today? Why are they keep. That nigga wasn't even on beat either with his French shit. He was just Uh, like I
0: said, and he was rapping like the Migos. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's why I don't know how you can have street rap without the Migos. They taught the world how to rap. That was like the Migos to you? Yeah, that's how he was. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't doing that. He was trying to catch. He was talking. Nah, he was catching that cadence. He He wasn't catching the cadence. I'm telling you, go back and listen to it again. Um, now this Frenchman's trying to be amigo. I'm telling you that
1: nigga sounded like how it would sound if somebody was typing. That's how he was rapping. You know how like when you're typing, the letters just pop up, and the words just pop up. Yeah. That's how he was rapping. Somebody like it was like somebody typed his words and his voice and his accent and his language. That's how he was rapping.
0: Shout out to you, J. What's your name? Lou J. Lou or some shit. Jay Woolz. It's yeah, spelled J-W-L-E-S. J-W-L-E-S on Everclear. And shout out to naming the intro Trouble Funk, calling crack Trouble Funk, naming it after an iconic Go-Go band. That's hilarious. And mean.
1: Did you like this uh this project?
0: Yeah, it was solid, man. Ever since he started, like I said, his for me, his career changed ever since he made The Matrix and gave himself the alias The One. Now that he feels that he's The One, he's having more conviction and swag in his raps. And he's hilarious. I've never seen a brother rap this well about drug dealing since uh, almost pushing T, man. He he works hard. His brother, he gives me that young scooter work ethic. And shout out to Telebando too. I don't think I ever mentioned you, your project. He's a Detroit artist. Maybe I did, but hey, if I did, sorry. But if I didn't, check it out. If you like trap music, traditional trap music, listen to Telebando, ta- man. He has a fire song with Boldy James on his project, Babyface Ray's on it, Visa's on it. It's fire. But it's it, uh, yeah, you know, I like that traditional street music, The tra- traditional trap music still exists. This is what this is to me, Paco Panama, even though he's not a quote unquote trap rapper, this is what it is. me it is. He trapping heavy. He needs to work with trapaholics
1: serving yeah. his aunties and stuff and saying he don't like serving her cause that bitch too picky
0: yeah man you know
1: but um i tried to show my brother him um uh, the other day and my brother knew he liked it but my brother just likes to hate on stuff that i like oh, he I knew it. he liked
0: it but yeah he, that,
1: it. he was like i could tell he was his i could see like the spark in his brain like like focusing on it like he couldn't really like look away or say turn it off he i could just see that it had his attention but then after it was done, he was like, first he tried to hate, say, who is this old ass? And then he was like, <laughs> and then uh, he was like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. All that, that off- he <coughs> think he raps offbeat. He He's like, that offbeat stuff, I can't get with all that. Yeah,
0: he, hey, man, you know he's influenced by Michigan. To me, I don't hear it. I'm like, my brain is so. It's faded away. It's gone now. But earlier, it was there. But yeah, it's faded away now. He don't rap like Los Snow more. That's why I like him now.
1: But to me, like how you, your brain is probably built for valet. My brain is... And I listen to a lot of G Herbo, too, so... Yeah, and you listen to a
0: lot of Michigan rap. G Herbo? You're a Michigan rap fan. Now I'm talking about Babyface Ray. But, but I'm just, I mean, just saying in general, say that like, they rap off kilter. They have the... They just talking. Like, Ray, he be talking.
1: I'm just saying, like, as far as, like... Even I like... I even liked Blueface when he first came out. I just can't really... Yeah, I was like, a
0: Blueface fan. I bought his... I bought Famous Crip. I, I support artists. I bought Famous Crip. I thought he was nice. I like I
1: just Famous can't really... Him hear like the offbeat that people like my brother hear but he listens to straight up like clean ass music so I guess if you just off the pocket just even a little bit he can hear
0: he's you got to remember the era he grew up listening to rap they rap a lot of these boys be talking valet be talking these be talking ray be talking even Paco Panama sometimes it feel like he's talking
1: he be talking a lot
0: that's what I'm saying so like, people say Jay-Z and Nas had a conversational flow, but they're still rapping with a flow and a cadence.
1: I got a good life, man. Panama,
0: he just be talking sometimes, bro. <laughs>
1: and his beat selection was
0: fire on this show. Yeah, story. Marco Wave did a lot of the dope beats on The Matrix, so I think it's cool they locked in and saw that chemistry also and made a whole project together. I'm going to give it a run.
1: I tried to show him El Custo, too.
0: Nah, that's uh-huh. too weird. He's he wears skirts and stuff. Don't play him that.
1: He couldn't really the beat was too, I think, overpowering um from the TV. So he probably couldn't get with it. And I tried to show him Yeet because he was like, he thought Yeet was like the most street nigga out or something.
0: Whoa, what?
1: <laughs> He was like, who yeet? I was like, that's him. I thought he he's not black. I thought this nigga was like a street, like he like to, he go hard. Like I was like, why'd you think all that about Yeet? Yeah,
0: he he, thought he like, might have he heard how that song, how he was, was with Drake now, he was very turned on.
1: He thought Yeet he was, was like the king of the streets right now. And then I, sh- I played... Uh, white Streets. Yeah, he is. I played Smooktober because that's the one I like a lot. And I showed him who he was and he, he just couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he was like, what's Rage? I was like, he does that Rage rage rap. I was like, but Pierre, because he knows about Pierre and shit. And I was like trying to explain to him Rage stuff. I was like, it's like Pierre, Uzi, Cardi, Trippy Red. And I was like, Yeet, he, he's like, you know, he's like the, uh, he's a Rage King. And, a white hope of it he didn't he he definitely couldn't get with that at all like that was not rap to him he just heard probably noises yeah. i'm about to play him valet um this sunday i'm playing that valet. what the
0: hell's wrong with this guy i'm gonna
1: tell him that you like it a lot
0: yeah i'm gonna say that's my man
1: but yeah valet um and V's lucky i i, I kind of want i want more burnt uh i want to make a burnt all-star group
0: yeah, we already I felt like we did that already with the whisper app. It's Ray, V's, Valet, Rest in Peace, Gunu, Pothood Rich Pablo Wanda. Oh, yeah, Gunu
1: Ray. was wild.
0: Rest huh? in peace. I love Gunu. But he's though. one of them. That's what I'm I saying. Like, yeah, like he's a Whisper King. Name. Yeah, we already know the Whisper Kings, man. Rest in peace, Draco the Ruler. He's another whisper oh, yeah, king.
1: He is burnt too.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I listen to burnt people too.
0: Yeah, of course you do. You love it.
1: <laughs> I loved it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. By the way, I listened to the uh, the V's Tyler and uh, Rob Four tracks too. It's I like
0: ATL Freestyle One and Two. How do you feel about them?
1: I like them. Rob Four Nine. He does his thing, but I feel like he can't really keep up with them like that.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: He, he's too little, like regular compared to them. I hear it. Tyler, I felt like was kind of letting V's lead the way. I mean, and that's
0: his own That's his big brother, man.
1: He was just filling in with his own sauce, but V's was like the leader of it. It and, um, is. Home. Are they making like a tape?
0: Nah, it was just just some stuff they did in Atlanta, man.
1: Oh, I kind of I want more from them.
0: Nah, shout out to Tyler. He has a song, The Grinch, freestyle with Lotto. He's having fun in Atlanta. people.
1: Oh yeah, they having him and Lotto having fun. I feel like he letting Lotto kind of do her thing too. Like he caught, she's like rapping more. And he's just. Yeah, up cause hey logo.
0: man i feel like because you know you got to think about it it's a dynamic in artists especially when the age difference he's a kid still he's still like 17 so i could see him bowing down and letting the bigger artists take more shine mm-hmm. so hey and maybe you know it may be i mean he's a young whisper rapper too man so hey maybe. you think
1: 21 wrote that swag for her
0: I don't know. I, I heard she writes her own stuff. So didn't she win a didn't she win a game show, a rap game show before and Jermaine Dupree was supposed to sign her, but he faked the funk. He didn't know how good she was.
1: I don't know, but I was just only saying that because I one I heard that he writes, not that I totally believe it. But if he is writing that sauce, he needs to keep some of that for himself and do do that on those beats.
0: Nah, man. Straight up, straight up, straight up.
1: Nah, <laughs> Cause <laughs> she was saucing on that joint. I like that track a lot.
0: Yeah, she's doing her thing. Shout out to Lotto. And I saw that she gave over like 500000 to, you know, uh, you know, Christmas is around the corner, you know, giving out to the less fortunate. And I like how she did that uh, women's cypher with double XL and uh, all the, the other ladies. So I like that Lotto is being an ambassador, sh- showing love for a community and rapping her ass off. That's tight.
1: Oh, yeah. I listened to No Name, too, but I couldn't finish it because I just feel like I need like a... Yeah, you
0: don't need that. I feel
1: like I need to go to a library or go... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn
0: it in. A a
1: place to be to listen. But this is Dan going back to his roots, baby. I like this. I told
0: you, it's not really roots when I never left it. I, I still listen to all that stuff.
1: It's brown. She need to make that album cover brown. And she need to be smiling off in the distance with like one of those base those little old 20s paperboy hats oh, that's yeah. what you need when you listen to this one of the paperboy hats and with the brown album cover smiling like common did in one of his albums and like ruben stutter i don't
0: think he do. smiled on the cover though
1: he has a, a song where he has an album where he's smiling off in the distance with in his brown
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, i think it's when he was a kid though one day it would all makes sense maybe or it's like a picture like simulating b, like,
1: on b how he looks on b
0: let me see. Just like that. That's what that
1: how he looks. That's why you need. Oh, you need see,
0: I didn't connect to that because I I look at that as green, so like a green yellow. Yeah, you're oh, right. Well,
1: yeah, but yeah, yeah, that that hue. And on you know, "Find Forever." That's brown. And too. he's on that
0: album too. He's on No Name's album on the outro. I haven't. I didn't get that far, but yeah, I'm going to. never Will it. it's okay, brother? No, she's
1: very. She's very um. She's very talented. Like she's like a, a girl Kendrick almost. Not, to, yeah, not to compare. Not to compare her, because I don't wanna she's so talented. She's I don't even rich. wanna I don't even wanna like put somebody else on her. She's like her own thing. And she reminds me of Andre 3000 a little bit.
0: Yeah, she's getting better because she started as a poet. Now she's getting more, she's improving as a rapper. And you hear it, and this is the first time I ever listened to her project because I used to be like, hey, I don't want to hear. This youngin's poems over these type of beats because I was introduced to her through Chance the Rapper and that movement. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's in a group with Smino and Saba. She's a part of that Chicago art scene. And yeah, she's, I'm, her album Sundial is so good. I'm going to go back and listen to her other two projects. And before we go on to, you know, back to the streets, I want to ask you. Why do you think I know you'll never listen to this album and I listened to it once and it wasn't for me but why do you think that music critics aka white people why do they like underground rap so much because I shout out to this brother on a Reddit hip hop heads he put together like a compilation of 35 publications and what they rated as the best music this year and the top three rap albums, you know, through this aggregate research is number one is Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel maps. I listened to it. Shout out to Danny Brown. He had the best verse on that album. But if you think Valet is burnt out, hey, man, these brothers can't find it. They just talking. Hey, then Are the- they street
1: at all. Huh? Are they street at all? No, no. That's you know, oh, that's That's, 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 that's like part that. of my. That's part of my answer. That's gonna and be then number
0: two is scaring the hoes JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. Shout out to JPEG Mafia. The beats on that project are amazing, but yeah, they rapping style and it's nothing. Yeah, man. the
1: beats are like five genres in one.
0: Yeah, he's going. He's doing a lot. <laughs> he's combining rap, R and B, like UK garage, electric G. pop shit. Yeah, it's a lot. Techno. And then, yep. And then uh number three is Sundial by No Name. So. Why do you think white critics like underground rap so much? Why do you think they don't understand how good Mainstrap... Well, maybe, yeah, that's why I think people think rap sucks this year, because the best rap was the underground. But why do you think white critics like this type of music so much?
1: Okay, so I'm going to apologize because Delonte's not white, but he's... Well, yeah,
0: he probably bumps that Billy Woods and... Does he like Darren Brown and JPEG Mafia? Shout out to Delonte.
1: I, no, he, I think they're two. He'll probably catch up to them later. But um, what he he think, he doesn't really, like when I was trying to explain to him future stuff, some of the things he said, that don't like just being kind of like bragging about money and girls and and that don't do nothing for him. And then even having like a street struggle, they don't really care about that. And then I worked with this dude. Remember I told you when I was riding with him um, damn it, I can't think of his name. The person that popped up, we said his name a few weeks ago, but I did see Action Bronson. Um, I did see Alchemist Logic popped up because we went to go get some food together, and this is just some of the music that was popping up. Damn, I wish I could think of the name that I saw. Um, Mick Jenkins, no, was it Mick Jenkins? It might have been Mick Jenkins, but like, he's like a kind of guy that like he don't really care about like being fly and shit, and I just think they don't care about like. Like street shit. I was even um reading like stuff about the Wire because I've been watching the Wire lately, and they were talking about how when Omar died, um, the press didn't even talk about it. The news didn't talk about it. Like the world outside of the streets did not give a fuck about Omar dying. He was nothing. He did. He was a nobody. It's
0: another criminal that died. Who cares? He he, he was a nobody. The streets better.
1: But the street people on the street side of the Wire, they were like talking. Oh, I think he might have got killed by this. He must have been in a gunfight. It was such a big thing on the street side it was like a he was like a mythological entity on the street side of things so he i just was. feel like so i just feel like a He's lot a legend. of i just feel like a lot of white people they just don't really care about um bragging about money they don't really care yeah, about. they don't
0: You're, that's a good point i'm talking
1: about women and crime and they don't really care about fashion they still like nice shit like i had some uh solomons on this white lady at my job is like, oh, my God, are those Solomons? I love them. They like shit for, like, the conventional reason. Like, they are so good. Like, when I go hiking, because they're hiking shoes, she loves it because it's such a good hiking shoe. Or they, they might rock Oakley glasses because it, like, really does block the sun out. It has some style to it while they get to ski and do shit. They rock North Face because it keeps them warm, and it's a good hiking – Uh, it's a good mountain climbing jacket because it's cropped and it doesn't get caught on your – you know what I'm saying? They care about nice things, or, like, uh, Lululemon, it – it does look nice, but it feels good when they work out. You know what I mean? They care about shit for like the purpose it's made for while like we'll take, we'll wear like some ski pants and some mountain shit with the goggles and not have no intentions on skiing, but we just like cause how it looks. So I feel like they just don't care about fashion, crime, um, the way they brag about drugs. Cause Kurt Cobain, I don't think he's sung about doing drugs. You know, he did drugs. Um, Jimi Hendrix, I guess Purple Haze is about drugs, right? I don't know. Um, might not be about drugs, you know what I'm saying? So
0: he's black, so even if he did, that proves their point. Niggas like talking about drugs,
1: (laughs) but yeah, what, what I'm saying is like even the drug heads that they listened to didn't just put it so surface level about drugs. It was like a metaphor or something. So I just feel like they just don't care about that kind of stuff. They don't see any. It doesn't match their life at all whatsoever. But then you got the ones who do. You still have the white dudes who do love the, like the Adam Twenty Twos and Vlad's who do love the glorified street low life, uh, rap. So that's that's what I think. You said I who? think they like that. You said who? Adam Twenty Two and Vlad. They love that glorified street shit a lot. Oh,
0: they don't glor. They don't like it because of the content. They like it because those brothers tell on themselves, and it's good content for them.
1: Nah, before Adam and Vlad came up with their platforms, they like hearing about like gangsta shit they just because it's such so far from their life like adam is he's very fascinated with street culture and gang. Yeah, but that's
0: the thing i look i think he it's like the dj academics thing he looks at it like it's interesting how these people burn out and it's good content for me i don't think he respects them as artists that's
1: i think dj academics at. and like even um ice off joe budden they love just hearing about that uh, it's just like some people like um gangster movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not to like throw no shots at them, but
0: yeah, Ice likes it, but Joe Budden doesn't.
1: Some people like Academics, Ice, Blad, Adam, they only want mainly hear just shoot them up bang bang shit. That's all they like. They're very fascinated by that shit. While all of those white hip hop ass niggas, they like hearing that J. Cole, like my mom was a single mom. I struggled. Um I'm trying to be the greatest. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to. I'm overcoming like my insecurities, and I'm, I'm like working towards some. They like that kind of stuff more than people like Future and Meek Mill. And I, I told her meet me in the bathroom. My fucker water, water running. Like there's some people who think that's the tidiest shit. Like oh he fucker water, water running. There's like some people who like love that kind of shit. But then there's like those white hip hop niggas. I just don't think they. That is like, I don't think that makes their life. Or excited that it just doesn't excite them, so that's my long-winded
0: answer why they love that hip hop shit. And I think
1: they like the boom bap or whatever production they be using. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they like the dusty boom bap production, and they do like the content. Cause yeah, you're right. These brothers don't talk about being fly or fresh. They don't talk about having fun that much. They just talk about life and the struggles within. But actually, I don't know what Danny Brown be talking about. His voice is too annoying.
1: And I think they look at rap as struggle music while they listen to their little folk and rock shit to have fun and be by the fire. No, that's struggle music
0: too. Folk music, them niggas don't be. Well, Well,
1: not folk, but they like, you know, when you listen to like a white radio station, like it don't be that sad for real.
0: I don't know, man. I don't listen to him. Born in the USA is not a happy song. He's talking about how fucked up America is. But that's the Yeah, just.
1: that's true. But it ain't really about like him like struggling and shit. I don't know. I just think they...
0: Yeah, of course not. I think rap's downer music. This thing was a multimillionaire. But he's the everyman rapper. He's like a, what Kanye used to be when he you know, still was making stuff like Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Bruce Springsteen talks about the struggling white man because he's from New Jersey, the trenches, you know?
1: I just think that rap music for them is downer music while their white music is uppers for them.
0: (laughs) Shout out to this homie that posted this question on Reddit trying to figure out who pioneered the deadpan delivery in hip-hop. When we talk about these people just be talking on beats. He's trying to figure out. He's confused.
1: Lil B. When I listened to Valet, he was talking. That's what I that's what this meant. I'm like, yo, this is <laughs> some little B shit. Like, this is little B shit. Like, even with the random Trapaholics drops, they reminded me of little B fast. First thing that came to my mind.
0: Shout out to the first homie that commented and said Maze is the original lazy flow rapper. Yeah, he was talking, he was relaxed. So Maze that's take it easy. But to me.
1: <laughs> A lot well, of yeah, Wu he,
0: right? he used to talk a lot too. He was relaxed.
1: But to me, a lot of that Wu Tang RZA shit was all over the place too.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, he, yeah. You could call that. You could call that crackhead music too. Rest in peace, ODB. I'm sorry, but you know, yeah, he, they were they were turned up.
1: And then, like, I mean, I know he didn't. He doesn't get much acclaim, but Silk the Shocker was all over the fucking place too.
0: Lazy well, 40s son, yeah.
1: But E Forty had him. He was able to like catch up to his pockets
0: better yeah but people didn't rate it that's why biggie dissed him that's why rasheed Wallace, like east coast people didn't rate that they thought that nigga was weird and lost <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was weird
0: it was like what the hell that's why biggie i fuck with sprinkle Be duke please allegedly like,
1: like big balling with my homies he was going weird
0: on that when he started
1: he was like doing all kinds of shit. Listen, <laughs>
0: boy, but hey, man, to bring it full circle, what are your thoughts on the Gucci Man and BG mixtape?
1: Um, Gucci, was, Gucci went stupid on this mixtape, it was like it seemed effortless. Like, I'm Gucci Man, I've been rapping for 20 years, and in my style, I have perfected it so much that I can just rap with anybody, and I'm gonna always do my, my part. G, BG. I feel like he has his kind of, you know, plain flow. I feel like when he was younger, he was more saucy and like he was bouncing around on the beats better. But he still did pretty good to me, too. I feel like Gucci probably helped him like update his swag. Like, Jizzle, you gotta, you can do your style, but you gotta kind of do it like this. You gotta kind of do it like that. See, Murder is still kind of like raw and just, you know, like, see, Murder, <laughs> he, he, um, he raps funny still to me like you know what i mean he like i love that y'all done heard him. me c murder bg joint like um by c murder and c murder had and did good on fuck them other niggas too but he was just like like a rap some nigga that you know that's trying to become a rapper like yeah I, I, I rap like you know some so cousin rap and you hear it and it sound like what c murder did but um it was good to me the production was tight bg's pretty horny but See, murder's not as horny as him. You think it's because he's still in jail?
0: He was in prison for twelve and a half years. What do you What do you think would be? what happened?
1: How come see murder's not that horny?
0: Cause hey, Monica dumped him for a reason. He's still getting action allegedly.
1: Oh, so that's so he's hitting joints in in prison.
0: I don't know what he's hitting, but he's pleased with himself. I don't know.
1: I think he's just writing other people letters you can get caught easy in jail like you know how girls go through your phone a girl probably can find you a letter fast you'd be like what are you talking about and they send you the like you gotta wait a whole week and they send you the letter back
0: The letters when you pull up and someone else visited him and you don't know who it is
1: dang it's probably easy to get caught in jail
0: she reads the books hey man i see who visited corey the past three weeks hey who's this name i don't know this
1: they ain't reading the books. You can't even sneak in jail. They probably like that. You're
0: like, yeah, oh man. Oh, Monica, you're here. I thought you guys broke up. Corey had another lady visited him. Yeah, but
1: um, I, th- I thought it was a pretty solid tape. I actually might listen to it again. Like, I like oh, it. I now, whoever, it whoever that whoever that little uh jail, oh, let me see what his name was. Uh Little Jeremy. Oh, little Jeremy, I know about him.
0: Yeah, he's cool. He, his verse was solid.
1: Yeah, I like I liked him on that. But um it was cool. BG gotta, you know, he's old, so I mean, I don't know if he really has to, but he's you know, he just gotta update himself a little bit, but he didn't do bad to me.
0: hmm Yeah, it is a solid project. I like that <laughs> BG said that Z and Jizzle stands for Zaddy and Ziploc. I was like, hey man. He's wild man. for that. Man. Hey man, he was having fun, man. It makes
1: sense though, but I just I just can't believe he said Zaddy. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, I was trying to figure out what he would make this Z stand for. So, hey, he had to figure it out, man.
1: Can't say Zesty, because that would be disrespectful to himself. Can't say Zebra, or yeah. there's not too many uh, Z words. You Can't can call
0: use. himself Zorro.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know that many Z words.
0: We had to do the best he could with Zaddy and Ziploc.
1: <laughs> I would like to challenge Stephen A. Smith to, like, a Z-word like Z battle, if he can come oh, up with Zorro. Because that would be the only person I could look to that would know, like, 10 Z words.
0: Shout out to Zoolander. Great movie. But yeah, I think the project is solid. I think this is the first time Gucci Man worked with like uh OG musically in a collabor a collaborative space because mostly it's his contemporaries or younger people. So being able to, you know, give BG a spotlight to get shine, get some quick money on on him while he's still in the halfway house it's crazy that he's in a halfway house after doing 12 and a half years in prison too by the way but hey but uh i like that they were able to link up uh gucci i I watched the rap radar interview they did they did it in las vegas because bg is in a halfway house in that area so i like that uh bg said he was just throwing gucci man music and Gucci said, hey, man, I was rapping on everything you sent me because, yeah, I'm a BG fan. I grew up listening to his music. Like, he talked about the era before he started rapping. He said he was listening to Crunk Juice by Lil John and the Eastside Boys, Get Rich or Die Trying, and the BG album at that time the most. So uh, let me find out. Because he said life after cash money, but it doesn't match up the timeline I think it was more like 2003. So 2003, what's BG album came out that year? Oh, Living Legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This album, yeah, I remember this. The blue cover, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it seems like, yeah, that was what Gucci was listening to the most. So it is cool to have that immediate chemistry with each other because they didn't record it in person. But you see they flow well. And I like the production on it. Mike Wills is dope with cold shout out to atl jacob i like uh the my bitch beat by honorable c note they got good beats so i think it's a dope collab and hey maybe they'll do some more stuff and bg he says he's working on it. he has a project with mike will coming out he's working on other stuff too so he seems like he's ready to go to work so salute
1: and he has like a old nigga street loving fan base they like all that simple street moral stuff that he be saying. And and I feel like um Gucci was perfect. I feel like he was able to help him out um like transition to like the outside world on here. And um I forgot what song it was. Oh yeah Beautiful Life. That was my probably my favorite. Ultra. Yeah, it sounds like it's a vintage sounding new beat. And I feel like that was good for BG to me. Like it seemed like he was most comfortable on that beat. And I feel like he needs to Stay in that that uh, lane. I mean, he can't necessarily do that, like, because that'll hinder him. But I think to me that son- he sounded the best on that, even though he still sounded good on all the other songs. Bush. That that song was fire. And um, and it's interesting that you said it about Gucci working with um contemporaries and younger people because he never even did anything with like Boosie either.
0: Nah. Yeah. Nope.
1: And I can't think of anybody else he would have worked with that's old and street. Yeah. Scarface is too, like,
0: lyrical. Yeah, man, nah, he uh, won't work with them. He don't respect that type of rap, I don't think.
1: But it's interesting to see that BG doing more than, like, with like Juvenile.
0: Like, hey, man, Juvenile made a good project a couple years ago with BG, and he rapped on Beast Mode.
1: You said with BG? I
0: mean, not BG, Birdman.
1: And, um... Yeah, he, he did.
0: Was on, he was on Beast Mode, man.
1: But it, I've it, noticed the Southern rap greats. Um, Killer Mike is from the 2000s, but people from like the 90s, they don't, they can't really do anything. They don't have nobody that's doing anything. Right what, now.
0: 97 rappers? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Scarface. He just did a tiny desk. Even though he started his career in the 80s, he's most known for what he did in the nineties, but yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, who they supposed to work with is they, it's not like the nineties New Yorkers that they get more respect and they can get alchemist beats and stuff. I don't know. Maybe they feel like because they're Southern and they have to be so current, they feel like, Hey, no one wants to listen to this.
1: Yeah. They do have to be more Southern rap is like the more current Oh, yeah, Southern like rap fans mainly only like what's happening now while you got New York fans who will still listen to Jada Kiss, who will still listen to Fat Joe. Hey, but it's album. the
0: old people. So the Southern old people stop listening to rap. That's what you think?
1: Or I just think.
0: It's not like the kids are listening to Jada Kiss. They don't give a damn about that.
1: There's a few, though, more than like uh, if like Pastor Troy came out with an album. I feel like more. Young New Yorkers will listen to Jada Kiss, then more yeah. young Southern people will listen to a pastor.
0: They don't bump Jada Kiss, man. Shout out I, to they Quissy. they like homie. him. They like him. Shout out to Quessy, mutual homie. He has a legendary story about Jada Kiss being in the club and killing the energy. They didn't that was me,
1: huh? That was me.
0: Nah, Quissy has a story. Too. Were you in New York with Jada Kiss wearing an orange sweatsuit?
1: Oh, no, nah, he did this at BCU.
0: So, you have a story about Jada Kiss killing a vibe in a club, too? <laughs> yeah, at BCU. I felt bad. they like, Jada Kiss in the house.
1: Jada Kiss. We already partying, having fun. Like, you know what I mean? We having fun. Jada came up on stage, looked around a little bit. Nobody really cared. The girls definitely didn't care. Um, they played his songs, and it just stopped. Told it, you, man. It didn't do nothing. And then, like, it got <laughs> off. He left and got off. I think he knew, like, dang, they don't like this. Yeah. I was kind of happy to see, like, whoa, that's Kiss. That's what's up. But I'm thinking, like, just not now, man. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: this should have been, like, a homecoming or, like, something. Like, while we're outside, it's daytime. Not while we, like, trying to get these women and shit. Like, we don't need none of this right now.
0: Yeah, shout out Jada Kiss. I know you can beat me up. I just seen you do a. A little back pirouette or something, man. I know you man. But, but hey, I heard you kill functions, man. Qu- Quissy has a story like that, too. And Jadakiss is wearing an orange sweatsuit because he was in Syracuse, man. So I don't think the youth are bumping that either, man. It's okay.
1: But Fat Joe, Nas, jay I no, I don't know if they're bumping Fat Joe. but still.
0: Believe, Even 21 Savage went viral for saying Nas is irrelevant. Ain't nobody bumping that shit. They only care about Jay-Z. But he's from the,
1: the South, South, though.
0: Yeah, but no young no young people were listening to the Nas. It was only 30 and up, like me. And I'm a Nas fan as a kid. So, yeah, it was only old people. You didn't give a damn about that, Nas. A lot well, of that, people didn't. But no, it does... We'll say one of our mutual homies, one-fourth of ring culture, no, nobody was bumping that Nas. Just me, out of my friends. Well, I don't know if yeah, it really... Gave up. I don't
1: know if it really means anything, but it does kind of show something that buster Rhymes... JD Kiss, Fat Joe, Nas, they seem to all be able to do more than 8-Ball, Master P, Juvenile. Um, I think Big Boy could still do some shit.
0: I think it's more that the New Yorkers want to get have that young energy and be like, Buster Rhymes made an album for young people and his fans don't like it. <laughs> Ain't nobody bumping that stuff. You're never going to hear it nowhere. So it's like, yeah, they just want... They're still happy to make music. I think the people in the South are happy with their legacy and they moved on while people like Buster Rhymes still want to be outside and make music.
1: Possibly, but still, That's like, like Jack, Jack, Fat Joe at least got, like, a all the way up. Um, yeah, because he
0: still wanted to make music and he, he turned down Drake for a Jay-Z feature. So look at him. Drake wanted to rap with him. He said, oh, man, I was so stupid. He realized, like, yeah... I did. a I tried to get it all the way up with Jay Z. That was just for old niggas. See, that's why I lose. could have had Drake on this song and young people would have cared about me in the 2010s. Instead, they don't. They just laugh at you for saying crack stands for your ass crack. But
1: still, though, the Southern rap legends from the 90s, none of them made it past 2005.
0: Scarface did, but he was underground by then. He'd had the girl you know join with Trey Songs that got some video play and radio play. That was about it, but that was that was after 2005 and also. But like I said earlier, he started in the 80s. But yeah, like think about it. Master P burnt himself out because he wanted to be an actor and basketball player. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Me and my brother saw a nasty Master P song on that MTV. Uh, Jams run I told you about. Mm. It was disgusting. I forgot what sample he used. It was very nasty. <laughs> I gotta find that shit. It was disgusting. Um, it was like a popular song he remade. But um, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, like.
0: But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't don't see, I don't see anybody trying, man. They moved on. The one southern person that people want to hear rap is Andre Three Thousand, and he said, "No thanks, I'm gonna play an instrument." That's the only that's the only 90s southern nigga that people still want to hear rap. And he's nominated for a Grammy right now with Killer Mike and Future. So hey. <laughs> Scarface, he moved on. Uh who else? Like, who else are the kings of the Southern rap in the 90s? That's your dimension. A Bon MJG, oh. they they, they well, when did they burn out with Bad Boy? Because people like the you don't want drama. That's what year is that? 304
1: was that. 04, I think. To me, it's 03 04.
0: Yeah, it's not bad.
1: Um UGK Bumby oh, had his little run in uh, that yeah, international had 2007. Run.
0: Yeah, Pimp C died in 2007. Who knows what would have happened if he didn't die? I don't know. But yeah, they. Shout out Juicy J. He lasted. <laughs> He's the one that became re- reborn in a star. Two decades later as a soloist.
1: Who? Jay? Juicy J. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, he, he was one of them that was able.
0: Yeah, he's the one.
1: That's pretty true, but Yeah, but even there they can't do stuff like have good verses and have a they don't have a Nas.
0: Yeah, because Southern Rap was never about bars, except for Lil Wayne, because he's influenced by New York. It's never about having the queen like the same thing, Andre. That's why those are the southern rappers New York like the most because they're the rapidity rappers.
1: So you think bars last longer than like that? They do.
0: Wordplay and substance, subject matter. That's why Andre 3000 said, "I don't know what to rap about because I'm not future." That's just going to talk about drugs, women, and materialism. I talk about real life. Lil Wayne just talks about women, weed, and skateboarding. He don't have no real content. <laughs> That's that's probably why a lot of the Southern people don't last. Because, like, all right, I can't talk about flossing and balling no more. I don't have as much money. What am I going to talk about? <laughs> Lupe Fiasco can still rap because he ha- he's a conceptual rapper. He's always had concepts and made storytelling songs and stuff. He can rap forever. But niggas that rely on the street culture, yeah, nigga, get out of here. You too old to talk about the streets.
1: Oh, yeah, I found on the masterpiece song it's uh he remixed square biz by tiana uh oh, Tina and it's a white girl singing the hook at first i was mad but then i realized oh yeah a white woman does originally sing this song so he can get a pass there but that please play that man it's disgusting <laughs> it's so nasty i never even knew this song existed Ooh. i had to go to wikipedia and What's look at the it name of the song real love oh I had to go to Wikipedia and look at his 2000s albums, and it's on his Game Face album.
0: <laughs> that album cover was hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. but um... All right,
0: I'll check it out. But hey, man, this is Chopper Soup Convos. We'll holla at y'all next week. Merry Christmas in advance, all that good stuff. Happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate that stuff, or maybe you don't. Because, like, rappers in the 90s, no one cares after that era, right?
1: Seemed like the New Yorkers were able to survive longer. I think AZ still got like fans and shit.
0: I mean, everybody has fans, but no, it's not like you're going to look at how much he sold, who's really listening to it. Just because you see a little blurb on Twitter, I don't know who's listening to it. I'm not going to listen to the new AZ. Shout out to you. But, yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I see
1: people talk about Jadakiss and shit more than I do by any, like, dreamer. Because
0: Jadakiss was a star, again, because of verses the last three years. But what, what new song do they talk about? Ain't no new Jadakiss verse people talking I, about.
1: I think he dropped that top five DOA in the 2000s, and that's when he ruined the party, I think, 2015. 2015. Yeah, but I
0: don't know any song from that album. It didn't do anything. It didn't and he has a
1: song that. with uh, OJ the Juice, man.
0: Who's phony, who's fake? You <laughs> <That song, laughs> trying. Man. That song stinks. Who's phony?
1: Who's fake? i <laughs> yeah.
0: good. I'm in the hood. Life great. <laughs> that song stinks. <laughs> yeah, that, that Swiss Beats commercial. Hey, man. Yeah,
1: Swiss Beats helps, keeps helping them.
0: Yeah, that song stinks. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> Top five dead or alive. The biggest thing about that album, yeah, it's November 20th, 2015. The greatest thing about that album is the cover he made him a bust like he was a hall of famer. I don't know any songs from this. See any Future's on here. I don't know none of this music. <laughs> Wait, what was
1: that song again?
0: I forgot. Damn. I think I I remember. Oh, boy, it, you don't know it. It didn't translate.
1: You you remember it though, right? No. Oh, could have sworn we heard it before.
0: I Don't know any Jadakiss song from the 2010s, bro.
1: You know who's phony, who's fake. That's
0: 2009. We oh. were in high school. Dang. We were in high school when that dropped, bro. That's what I'm saying. I don't know nothing after that. Top five D.O.A.
1: He killed his uh, uh Maybach so music. basically, or... all
0: you're saying is that, like, we mentioned a couple weeks ago when I asked you which rappers have the best press. New York rappers have the best press because they're fake relevant. Because, hey, Busta Rhymes ain't nobody playing. What's the last Busta Rhymes song people care about? It's from the 2000s. Look at me now is a feature verse, but what's the last Busta Rhymes song? Lead song where people cared a rad money. We were in high school. That's what I'm saying. These brothers don't really be lasting. It's just we see them around, so we think they're doing stuff.
1: Yeah, we do see. Ain't them nobody
0: a lot. bumping them though.
1: Uh, Fat Joe had uh, yeah, he
0: had all the way up with Remy Ma. Yeah, he had a a and in, in the
1: Chris Brown song where he said "fuck you" with the mask on Halloween, pussy. Oh
0: man, I don't remember that.
1: Don't you be holding back your oh, love. Okay. Don't you be holding See, I don't back.
0: even know that's a Fat Joe song. I, I know that chorus, though.
1: <laughs> Fuck you with the mask, Halloween pussy. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: I used to want you and her and her and her and you and her.
0: Oh, man, that's a Fat Joe song. What the hell? Why did Chris Brown let him have that? Hey,
1: man. Paid that's, him.
0: It's a waste of time. Yeah, I get help, it. Help! Help! Here's a million. Here's a million, please. 500,000 help. <laughs> I mean, I
1: wear good cologne, I can do a girl song.
0: Whoa, I wear good cologne.
1: Pause, he seems like he has good cologne. Pause.
0: All right, shout out to Jamal Thinking Fed Smells Well. Convos, <laughs> we'll holla at y'all next week. Peace.